Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. And each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, Spring-Hilled Jack, Lizard Man, and La La Rona. Do you know what any of those are? Maybe you know what all of them are? Well, listen. I have connected these things in my mind, and I'm going to explain to you in this show what that connection is, and these are some of the weirdest stories that I've come across, okay? (laughs) So I'm looking forward to digging into them, and uh, these are ones that I've, I've really never talked about in depth before, but first, but first, I have a very interesting update for you, some really cool news. So, uh, Justin Perry is a good friend of mine who lives in Texas and he is a manifestation master. He owns this extremely popular channel on YouTube called You Are Creators. So if you just go to youtube.com, type in You Are Creators, it'll pop up. He has 1.66 million subscribers and 820 videos. And it's just growing every day. And one of the things about Justin, and by the way, he has this uh, affirmation that he uses all the time. And he says it's extremely powerful. He loves coming up with affirmations that seem very effective for people. So just on a side note, take a note of this. Uh, he says, uh, here, here you go. Money comes to me in expected and unexpected ways. And then you repeat that five times with emotion and conviction every day. Here it is again. Money comes to me in expected and unexpected ways. Five times a day. He says money, you, you would just the abundance will start to shower you. You will be amazed. 
So I enjoy sharing that with you. And he is a very, very busy guy. Okay, he's involved in lots of enterprises. He and his wife have three sons. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of his sons is named Joshua. And we were having this conversation about parents naming their kids Joshua. And I mentioned that, you know, my mom and dad, they like to give their kids biblical names. And so they they admired Joshua from the Bible. And, of course, you've heard the song Joshua Fit the Battle of Jericho. Right. And that is uh, it's about this incident in the book of Joshua, the first battle fought by the Israelites in the course of the conquest of Canaan. And they say that um, the Israelites, they marched around the city walls once a day for six days and then seven times on the seventh day. And they blew trumpets and the walls, the great mighty walls around the city just they cracked and they came crumbling and tumbling down and so that's when the israelites were able to go in and uh and take over and what's kind of funny is that lauren pointed out the other day that there was a garth brooks concert in louisiana uh, this is just days ago and over one hundred thousand fans showed up at lsu's tiger stadium and they were dancing and singing so hard that it actually caused a small earthquake. It literally registered on a seismograph. <laughs> so maybe that's similar to what happened in the Bible. <laughs> Some kind of a, a man-made earthquake. You know, Tesla uh, claimed that he had sort of an earthquake machine that he could use. But anyway, aside from being fascinated with manifestation, uh, Justin is extremely into UFOs and alien contact. He's one of the most interested people I've ever met. And as soon as he heard that I was working with Jason Sirachi to produce these Vegas UFO skywatches, Justin bought an airplane ticket and he flew here and we got together on April the 29th of this year, 2022, because it was basically the new moon and nice and dark. And what we do is we, okay, we gave him, you know, this VIP experience. Uh, it was just him, Jason, myself, and my wife, Lauren. And when we do these sky watches with third generation night vision goggles, we take, we take people out into the desert at least like 30, maybe 30 minutes from Vegas to get away from light pollution. And we have different locations we can pick and choose from. And so we keep them most of the time confidential. We don't tell people exactly where we're going to be. So this first uh, night. Okay. Well, here, the first at the first sight of that night. Let me just tell you what happened. So uh, Justin has never used third generation night vision goggles before. And this technology is so precious that it's it's literally illegal to allow a non-U.S. citizen to look through a pair of third generation night vision goggles. It's a federal offense. It's due to what's called ITAR, I-T-A-R. It's regulatory for, you know, weapon systems and all that. But uh, so we, you know, we have to make sure we only uh, allow U.S. citizens to participate. And some people don't understand that, but we don't have a choice. So anyway, um, so we get out there in the field and Jason Sirachi, of course, he has this excellent setup. Uh, he's got every type of camera you could want, all these different goggles. And I mean, the, the weather was ideal. The sky was clear. I mean, it was, ah, oh, we just knew we were going to see something. Well, the first thing that happened, it was kind of really great luck and 
kind of bad luck at the same time. <laughs> and let me explain what I mean. Okay, so we had uh, we each had a pair of third generation night vision goggles. At this time, Lauren was not uh, around, and it was just Jason and Justin and myself, the three the three J's in the field. And because that, uh, okay, now we only use the finest th- third generation night vision goggles. These are called paratemporal night vision goggles. And if you want to learn all about them and you can watch videos and stuff, go to paratemporal.com, P-A-R-A-T-E-M-P-O-R-A-L, paratemporal.com. And, uh, and you can learn why that we only use them. And a, a pair of these costs thousands of dollars. Uh, there are some you can get that are less expensive, but we were using like the, the creme de la creme. So in order to film through these third gen goggles, what you do is you take these goggles, which are ordinarily kind of like just binoculars that you would look through, which allow you to see into the invisible infrared realm. And it's unbelievable because for every star you can see with your naked eye, you can see like 20 or 30 through the goggles. I mean, the sky just explodes and sparkles like diamonds. It's amazing. But when you get these things, you're, you're looking directly through them. And if you want to record what you're seeing, then traditionally what you do is you kind of remove one of the eyepieces and then you have an adapter that you can use to screw on a, a camera. So having the camera there is really great because obviously you can record what the goggles see, but it also kind of takes away from your experience using the goggles in real time because you're giving up an eyepiece there and there, uh, there's, there's something sort of in, in between your face and, and the goggles. So the, what I'm getting at here is at this point, Jason, he had just gotten his camera hooked up to his third gen night vision goggles. And Justin and I didn't have cameras hooked up yet. And I was just sort of showing him how to use the goggles. And he's just going, wow, this is amazing. You know? And so at one point I said to, um, I, okay. At one point I'm looking up and it was just like, so lucky. It was so serendipitous. Justin and I were looking at the same spot in the sky at the same time. And we both go, whoa, this big, bright, like jagged looking object that seemed very low and close to us goes darting right over our heads. And we are just screaming. And and of course, poor old Jason, he's just getting his camera hooked up. And he goes, where is it? Where is it? And this thing, it, it couldn't have been there longer than 10 seconds before it just shot right off into space. And so the two guys who saw it, Justin and myself, we're lucky that we both got to see that. We're super lucky, but we didn't have the cameras on our goggles. And the 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 one high, the one guy who did, Jason, you know, he he wasn't looking in the same spot at that time, so we didn't get proof of that. But that sucked. But don't worry, don't worry, because later on something very interesting happened. We ended up seeing quite a few UFOs at that at that spot. And Jason got some great footage, but I think the big achievement of the night was what happened when we decided to drive an hour to make the light, the night longer, which is something we wouldn't ordinarily do on a sky watch unless somebody requested that extra time. And, um, we, we, we took our little group up north of Las Vegas, uh, on the route to area 51 to where I discovered the so-called time warp. So here we are out there late at night and it's so dark and it's eerily quiet. 
and we're ready now okay we're prepared now and we all saw something and it's on video um when we come back from this break i'm going to tell you what we saw and i'm going to play some audio for you of us reacting to what we were seeing (laughs) so cool and then of course after that i'll finally get into all these weird beings that I've been intrigued by that may or may not even have a connection to some of these, well, aliens, interdimensional beings, I don't know, Spring Hill Jack, Lizard Man. Anyway, uh, listen to this. I've told you before, I just bought a new piece of property at one of the most paranormal hotspots on planet Earth. I have the deed in my hand. I will soon be telling you what I'm going to do with this land and what I am building on it. It's one of the wildest things I've ever done. If you want to hear about it first, go to joshuapwarren.com. Sign up for my free e-newsletter. Takes you two seconds. You put your email address in there. You hit the submit button and you'll instantly receive some free gifts from me just for doing that. There's no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com. That's me. And you're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. And here we were on one of those silver nights at the Time Warp. This is the place where in 2018 I made a discovery that went viral, made international headlines. I used Ron Heath's DT meter, his differential time rate meter, and discovered this spot on the side of the road on the way to Area 51 where I was able to measure time momentarily slowing down which at that time, mainstream scientists said should not be possible. But just since then, in the past four years or so, there have been a lot of advances that are starting to confirm more and more that time is a little slippery and loosey-goosey all over the place. And, of course, then things got even weirder when I found out later on that this was a paranormal hotspot where people had been seeing UFOs, having close encounters, experiencing missing time. I've talked about it a lot. And once before, Jason went out there at night and he got some kind of a weird light in the desert in the middle of nowhere. Well, here we were back there again, late at night, perfect conditions. And lo and behold, boom, here we have out in the desert, pow, a light that appears and then a second light that appears. And they're drifting around the desert. And these are not visible to the naked eye, except, except occasionally you might get a little hint of a reddish color. But uh, usually they were not available. And I, just, let, let me just play the audio, just part of the audio from, you know, what what happened to us, our reaction when we saw these lights appear. You're going you're gonna to hear, I think, all of this in this. I'm talking, Jason's talking, Justin's talking. I think even Lauren chimes in at, at a certain point. So here you go. This will give you an idea of how exciting this was for us. There's something down there. What is down there? Do you see that? Yeah, it's bright as hell. Yo, Ju- Justin, come here. Quickly. Yep. And Lauren. I don't know what the hell that is. There's two of them. Hey, look over there, man. There's Look for the naked eye you can't see, but look. There's something flashing. It just crossed the field. It's in the same place it was before. It's about see, to disappear. See, look with your naked eye, Justin. There's nothing there. What the hell is that? It's gone. Oh, oh, oh. oh. This is exactly where I saw it. It's further away now. Do you see how far it just moved? Lauren, are you recording that? Mm-hmm. Wait, it is. Wait, 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 wait. Look right down the tree. It's gone. Oh, yeah, it just disappeared. Well, it's. I can barely see it a little bit. Holy shit. Again? Up the lights back. It's down there again. 
Down the trail. Yeah. This time. Why should... are you right? It is. What is that? We got to go down there. Like, I think this warrants a walk. Oh. It's gone. That's not a... It's, it's fading it. away. No, it's there still. It's still there. It's fading, right? No, it's wait, still... wait, now wait. it's gone. What the hell was that? You're right. It's back again. It's way further down the trail, though. Way further down. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. It's back. Oh, 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 look at that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... It is back. Okay, okay. it's back. Yep. Yeah. I'm videotaping it. It's gone again. Yep, it, it appears and disappears. Now, Jason was a brave man that night, and he actually walked by himself uh, way down that trail to see if he could get a closer look, even though there are mountain lions and coyotes and rattlesnakes and scorpions. <laughs> but it was gone. It was gone. If you want to see this footage, though, if you actually want to see what we're talking about, John Carter up there in Canada, he put these clips together. All you have to do is go to YouTube and just do a search for his channel, which is UFOs Worldwide. And you'll see he's called it Two Orbs Caught in Nevada Desert. Two Orbs Caught in Nevada Desert. And I'll try to remember to post a link to that uh, on my Twitter for you as well. But anyway, you can see how excited we were. As a matter of fact... Justin said that he had such a great time, he's already planning his next trip back. And so that's why I don't know how long we're going to make these things available. Um, but can you imagine what a surprising gift that would be for somebody? I mean, like, like what's cooler than going out and having experiences like that with your own eyes? Uh, if you want to look into coming to the area, We'll do our best to work with you and accommodate your schedule. Just go to VegasUFOs.com. It's also okay to bring uh, kids. We originally were uncertain about that, but we've decided that a lot of people in town, you know, they want to show their kids this stuff, so we're cool with that. So just go to VegasUFOs.com, but we're not going to be taking a lot of reservations this year, so hopefully you'll be able to join us. So listen... Um, I was thinking about what, you know, what we were seeing that night and what's going on at the time warp and what kind of beings might be coming here from other dimensions. And I, I started, my mind started racing about some of my favorite bizarre unsolved mysteries. And I thought, you know, there's some, some stuff that I've never really talked about in depth on this show that may have something to do with visitors from these other places. And I promise I know this sounds like I'm going all over the place, but I'm going to connect all of this together for you by the end of the show. When I was growing up, one of the weirdest beings that I came across was this character, you know, just in literature called Spring Hill Jack. Okay. And I, to this day, am intrigued with Spring Hill Jack because I don't know what, what to make of this thing. Okay. Let me just sort of give you the basic story. Spring Hill, uh, Spring Hilled, like, you know, a guy who has springs on his hills, who can jump really, really far. He is an entity in English folklore of the Victorian era. The first claimed sighting of Spring Hill Jack was in 1837. And there are many theories about the identity of Spring Hill Jack. Uh, he inspired a lot of fiction. And let me try to describe for you in a nutshell, Spring Hill Jack was this humanoid being that kind of looked like the devil. He had horns and sort of a Van Dyke beard, and he often wore a cape. 
and he would jump out of the shadows at night and sort of terrorize people. He would just jump out of the shadows and smack a cop in the face and then just jump over fences and disappear like some kind of kangaroo. Uh, there were some occasions where he would jump out and sort of, you know, touch women inappropriately. And this became such a problem. I mean, there were whole special sections of law enforcement that spent years trying to figure out, is this a, is this a being? Is this a man who's dressed up? Because he would do these superhuman things. For example, sometimes he would breathe fire in people's faces and scorch them. So you have this guy who can hop incredible distances and disappear in the shadows. He just comes out and does nasty, mean stuff, blows fire in your face. I mean, they say everybody said he had a frightful and terrifying appearance. He had clawed hands and eyes that resembled red balls of fire. One report claimed that beneath a black uh, cloak, he wore a helmet and a tight fitting white garment like an oil skin. But some of the people said that these flames that he would breathe out were sort of blue and white and that his claws seemed sort of metallic. Could this have been some kind of crazy guy who was some kind of like diabolical steampunk dude who created this costume who was sort of like the evil Batman who just decided to go around and torment people. It's an unsolved mystery. This went on for years and nobody knows to this day what Spring Hill Jack really was. And so, look, let me just give you a little bit more information about uh, like some of the times where people encountered him. Uh, Jane Aslop was a woman who reported that on the night of February 19th of 1838, she answered the door of her father's house to a man claiming to be a police officer who told her to bring a light, claiming, quote, we have caught Spring Hill Jack here in the lane. And she brought the person a candle and noticed that he wore a large cloak. And the moment she handed him the candle, however, he threw off the cloak. Uh, guess what? He, quote, presented a most hideous and frightful appearance, end quote, vomiting blue and white flame from his mouth while his eyes resembled red balls of fire. Miss Alsop, uh, Alsop reported that he wore a large helmet. And she's the one who said that um, his clothing, which appeared to be very tight fitting, resembled white oil skin. I'm not sure exactly what that is, but I can imagine. Without saying a word, he caught hold of her and began tearing her gown with his claws, which she said were certainly of, quote, some metallic substance, end quote. She screamed for help and managed to get away from him and ran toward the house. He caught her on the steps and tore her neck and arms with his claws. She was rescued by one of her sisters, after which her assailant fled. Okay. Um, there's another case here, which is the case of, it's called the Scales case. Um, 18-year-old Lucy Scales and her sister were returning home after visiting their brother, a butcher, who lived in a respectable part of the area. Um, she told the police in her deposition that as she and her sister were passing along this alleyway called the Green Dragon Alley, they saw a sort of a person standing at an angle and she was walking in front of her sister. And just as she came up to the person who was wearing a large cloak, he quote, spurted a quantity of blue flame in her face, 
which deprived her of sight and so alarmed her that she instantly dropped to the ground and was seized with violent fits, which continued for several hours. Um, okay, we're coming up on a break. When we come back, I'll tell you a little bit more about like this guy, this thing, who or what was he, and perhaps some similar beings that we have to be concerned about historically speaking. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And apparently in a town called Lincolnshire in the autumn of 1877, Spring Hill Jack was seen hopping around there. An angry mob supposedly chased him and cornered him. And uh, some residents even fired guns at him to no effect. And as usual, he was said to have made use of his leaping abilities to lose the crowd. 
and jump away into the night, disappearing once again. Nobody knows what to make of this. Uh, you know, it's been a fixture in popular, popular culture for a long time. People in London would often equate his name with that of the boogeyman, the devil. The character was written into a number of the penny dreadful stories during the latter half of the 19th century. And even though, I mean, like some people said this could have been this rich Irish nobleman, the Marcus of Waterford, who had a reputation for being mechanically gifted and like, you know, and enjoyed pranking people and had a, a sinister side, a mischievous side. I don't know. We don't know. Uh, a lot of people think, you know, this could be an extraterrestrial. This could be a superhuman, an interdimensional being. That this could have been some kind of a cryptid. Authors like Lauren Coleman and Jerome Clark, they list Spring Hill Jack in a category they call phantom attackers. Another example of this would be one called the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Uh, phantom attackers, they usually appear to be human, but may be perceived as sort of prosaic criminals and display extraordinary abilities. I don't know. Maybe we need to make a movie about this, huh? <laughs> there you go. I gave somebody a good idea. But you know what? I, when you when you read about this kind of stuff, it reminds me of cases like one a little closer to where I grew up. And when I, was, I grew up in North Carolina and South Carolina, we had this being called the Lizard Man. Uh, first reported in the 1980s, the Lizard Man was this, you know, like seven foot tall reptilian. Uh, I think the fair, maybe the first case was in 1988. The sheriff's department investigated a report of a car damaged overnight, torn up outside Bishopville, South Carolina. Uh, tooth marks and scratches and muddy footprints were left behind. And uh, then finally, there was a 17-year-old local named Christopher Davis who said that Lizard Man appeared in front of his car one night uh, as, a, as a green... Uh, again, seven foot tall thing with three fingers, red eyes, skin like a lizard, snake like scales. A bunch of people saw Lizard Man. And this became such a big topic in the local news that somebody put out like I think it was a, a radio station put out a one million dollar reward to anybody who could capture the Lizard Man alive. And oh, my gosh, that created a, a ruckus. I mean. Talk about a bunch of drunk dudes looking for an excuse to go out into the swamps with their rifles. And, you know, the, the, the thing is, uh, this is uh, still it's what it's an unsolved mystery. But back like, you know, over 10 years ago, I was working on this television series. I was a cast member. Uh, it was called Paranormal Paparazzi it was on the Travel Channel. And one of the stories that I covered was the Lizard Man. And I figured that it was probably just some kind of a prankster, you know. But here I left with a different attitude. I went down there and I actually spent time in, in the home of the man who was the sheriff at that time, Sheriff Truesdale. And he's convinced that it was a real creature. And he had all kinds of evidence that he showed me and my producer, C. Eric Scott, right there on camera. And then... He offered to take us out into the swamp and show us where these incidents had happened. And guess who joined us? The current sheriff. So what we had the current sheriff there of the county 
as well as the former sheriff, uh, taking, you know, chaperoning me and Eric all around and telling us stories and introducing us to witnesses. It's wild. As a matter, as a matter of fact, if you want to see that segment for free, all you have to do is go to joshuapwarren.com and there's a section called TV and film work where I give examples of some of the stuff that I've done on television over the years and you'll see uh, that report there. And I left there after talking to these witnesses and seeing these markings thinking like, I believe there was a real creature here involved in this whole mix. And now those kind of seem like maybe these are aliens or interdimensional weirdies of some kind. But this, I'm going to take a little bit of a twist here. Again, I'm going to tie all this together. This is usually considered a ghost. Okay. La, La Llorona. La Llorona. Okay. In Mexican folklore, La Llorona, the weeping woman, is a vengeful ghost who roams waterfront areas mourning her children whom she drowned. And it says here that this story goes back a long way, but it's primarily, I mean, like it's told throughout Mexico, Central America, South America. There are a lot of different versions, but the typical version is a beautiful woman named Maria. She marries this rich, you know, rancher type guy. They have some kids. One day, Maria sees her husband with another woman and in a fit of blind rage, she drowns their kids in a river which she immediately regrets. And then she, you know, she is consumed by, by her guilt. And so she drowns herself as well, but is unable to enter the afterlife because she's forced to be in purgatory and roam the earth until she finds her children. And this is all throughout many of these, again, Latin cultures as, as a, a cautionary tale and also a way of like, you know, scaring kids. Nobody's sure exactly where the, the story of the, the weeping female, um, phantom came from. And you can read more about different versions of that. But here's why I wanted to bring this up. Uh, when I was in Puerto Rico, there was, I, I lived on the, the southwestern, coast of Puerto Rico in a town called Boqueron. And it was right next to a town called Lajas. And Lajas is where we had the Laguna Cartagena, which was a the UFO lagoon. A lot of paranormal stuff was happening around Lajas. And when I was talking to people about weird stories, I would hear that La Llorona uh, had inspired some um, very interesting activity <laughs> in the community in years past, I think like in the early 1990s, they said that there was this creek out there in Lajas where at night people would see La Verona and then she's got the white gown on and she's got the long hair and she's weeping and shrieking. And, and I mean, it, this became such a big thing that like all the high school kids would go there and try to see if they could catch a glimpse of this. And they were, they, and they were, it, they were seeing this figure and fleeing in horror every night. And this went on for a long time until finally the truth was revealed. There was this one gas station that was nearby. And apparently I was told the guy who owned the gas station, he was trying to drum up business. And so he would put on a white gown and a wig and he would go out there and creep down along the banks of this creek at night, you know, and come out and scare the crap out of people all year long because everybody who came out would stop at his gas station and, you know, buy a snack or a drink or a fill up. So 
But he finally got busted. Okay. Two reasons I'm, I'm connecting all these things together. Number one is, in each one of these cases, there may actually be a real phenomenon, okay? We don't know what the original Spring Hill Jack was. We don't know what the original Lizard Man was. We don't know the circumstances of the original La Llorona. But it became so popular that we can feel confident that it did inspire hoaxers to go out there and take advantage of that and to start, you know, pranking people and scaring people. And I know that they think they're doing that all in good fun. But the problem is people who take advantage of real encounters like this and go out and use them for pranks, they muddy the water for legitimate research. One of the main reasons so many paranormal phenomena are easily dismissed is because you have one person who may go out and and try to do a copycat fake thing. And it's possible that there was a real Spring Hill Jack and then pe- people went out and decided to pretend to be Spring Hill Jack and, 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 and abuse the fear that people had. Same thing with Lizard Man, etc. Was this a guy in a suit eventually? We just don't know. But just because there are counterfeit dollar bills in the world, that doesn't mean there are no real ones. I was watching one of these uh, shows the other day, but, uh, one of these American Greed episodes, and they were talking about a guy who made a fortune selling fake vintage wine for millions and millions of dollars. I mean, people will do anything for a buck. So it becomes a big hall of mirrors when you, when you start trying to sort through these things, but let's ask ourselves a bigger question. There is a new story, a new news story from NASA about a, uh, a major project, a major endeavor and they are going to invite whatever's out there, whatever aliens, whatever interdimensionals, whatever being, they're going to invite them to come here to planet Earth uh, using a level of technology that is, well, it's, it's greater than ever before. We have better uh, satellite dishes. We have bigger scopes, more powerful everything. When we come back... I'm going to tell you more about that and, and say, you know, we, we have to think like, is this is this a good idea? Is it? And then also, I have some pretty wild emails I want to read to you. Um, do we want more Spring Hill Jacks? More lizard men? <laughs> I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back after these important messages. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and remember how in the book and movie Jurassic Park, the big question was, you know, just because you can do something scientifically, does that mean you should? Well, the New York Post is saying... Headline, NASA to launch naked pictures of humans to space in hope of, quote, attracting aliens, end quote. And they're reporting on a a story by Charlotte Edwards in The Sun. And uh, it says NASA scientists plan to launch pictures of naked humans. Uh, The depictions will also include an invitation to respond should an intelligent alien race find the space nudes. (laughs) Fortunately, the hypothetical aliens should not be too shocked by the nudes because the pictures aren't that graphic. uh, But a drawing of a naked man and a woman next to a depiction of DNA. The man and woman are waving in an attempt to look more inviting. It's part of a study called the Beacon in the Galaxy, and uh, the main aim is to send a message to any alien civilizations out there. They're kind of following up on what the Arecibo Observatory did in Puerto Rico years ago. And so right now, um, they are sending out this radio signal. It's a binary code, you know, basically zeros and ones, that draws a very, very simple, basic picture with some very, very basic colors. From uh, a satellite array in California and then the big old radio satellite uh, dish there in China. And uh, let's see, I'm not sure exactly when they're going to do this, Um, but 
they have some other like basic mathematical and physical concepts that they're uh, encoding in this about gravity. Um, and it's, it's not that different than what we did with, with the pioneer plaques that were sent, uh, on the 1972 pioneer 10 and 1973 pioneer 11 missions. But those were pictures like, like plaques attached to the craft. And they're so encountering one, you'd have to to be much, much luckier to encounter one of those than to pick up this signal that we're sending out there right now. Now, look, I have done my share of inviting aliens to come and visit us. So uh, I I am nobody to criticize a, a, a mission like this. But look, I realize there are people out there who say I'm being naive. You don't know what you're doing. You don't want this. You don't want more lizard men. You don't want more Spring Hill Jacks. We, these are the, the types of beings that we're going to attract. I don't know. I guess I'm too curious and, and it, the curiosity kills the cat. I just say, all right, let's do it. Let's get this over with before I die. I'd like to see what's out there. That's just me. So I'm okay with it, but I don't know. Are you? Okay, let's move on to some listener-oriented stuff before we have to go. Uh, let me remind you now, uh, this might be the last time you hear about this. If you live near Alexandria, Virginia, Jim Kalana, the composer, is going to be debuting his composition called Joshua's Shop and Miracles. Uh, excuse me, Joshua's Shop of Miracles and Curiosities. The world premiere there will be on May 22nd of 2022 at 2 p.m. Performed by the American Youth Philharmonic at the Rachel M. Schlesinger Concert Hall and Arts Center. And if you want to get a ticket to that, it's uh, they're very affordable, I'm sure. Just go to jimcolonna.com, J-I-M-C-O-L-O-N-N-A. I am honored that he has composed a piece of music like this based upon my work. J-I-M-C-O-L-O-N-N-A. And if you go there and listen to it, uh, hey, give me your feedback. I'd love to hear about it. I wish I could be there, but I already have a trip planned, and I'll be telling you more about that my my crazy travel schedule in the near future uh okay so let's go to some emails here we have one from crystal in california and she says in the subject line the miraculous prayer board strikes again i had some unfortunate circumstances happen that knocked my finances way down and then i had three bills due and there was not even enough money in the bank to do the minimum payments and this was a first for me my stress was through the roof many exclamation points uh, i scraped from everywhere and put everything in my bill bank account and it was still short. I was so stressed. I was getting a migraine. And then I remembered I haven't used the miraculous prayer board in a long time. So I got it right away and wished to have these bills paid and some money left over because I need some more food, too. And the next day, still looking for a solution, I checked my bank account again and I was stunned. My Etsy shop had deposited. I don't want to say how much, but it <laughs> blank amount of money. 
She says, my shops are not due to make any deposits. And I went to both of my shops and neither one says they made a deposit. And yet there it is. And my bills and food are covered. LOL. I have never been so happy about a deposit in my life. The miraculous prayer board is amazing. Many exclamation points. Well, I'm so happy to hear that crystal. And, um, at some point, uh, if you'd like, I can tell people how to visit your Etsy shop, but I don't want to do that without your explicit permission, but that's cool. If you are interested in experimenting like Crystal's doing, just go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link to the curiosity shop and you can read about the miraculous prayer board. It comes with a 100% money back guarantee, but you know what? Nobody ever asks for it. <laughs> uh, okay. And here is an email I got from a man named Ronald. And he says, um, have you, uh, so he, he goes, what is your opinion on the SLS cameras that some paranormal investigators use on TV? Are they truly mapping entities? And have you ever used one? I love your show. Keep up the great content. Uh, well, thank you very much for that, Ronald. And, uh, okay. So for people who may not be familiar, sometimes you're watching a ghost hunting show and they have a camera that, um, has a piece of software there that kind of latches on to, uh, data points in our room and connects the dots and forms kind of a stick figure that looks very humanoid. And it's pretty compelling to see that. Um, and I know that it was sort of invented for the video gaming industry so that you could move in your living room or whatever. And, uh, a little camera would be able to pick up your movements and interpret them and, and uh, create an action for your avatar in the game. And I'm sure they're used in Hollywood for special effects. So anyway, um, I wrote him back and I said, you know, I have toyed with these SLS cameras and that type of software. But here is the problem. The tech is created biased. Now, I know that sounds weird. You don't think of technology as being biased necessarily. But I went on to say the software is predisposed to look for human shapes. And so it struggles to turn almost anything into a human shape. Now, this is a conundrum because the camera may be picking up a real phantom or it may simply be trying to find something human-like. So in many ways, it just mimics the human brain's perceptions and biases. You know, it's kind of like electronic pareidolia. So I, I said, in a nutshell, it's, it's fascinating, but for it to be credible, I'd want to see multiple SLS cameras, at least three, capture the same figure from three different angles. That, now that would be interesting. That, that, that would be impressive. Uh, anytime you're looking at something from one particular point of view, then it's much, much easier to just, uh, have, you know, shadows and reflections and optical illusions and effects that can create, you know, again, the connection of the dots. But yeah, different angles. That would be cool. Uh, okay. We're almost out of time here and it's pretty soon I'm going to be asking you 
to go on my social media and to send me questions about anything you want. It doesn't even have to be paranormal necessarily. Uh, and I am going to do, oh, at least a show or two where I just sit down and answer your questions. That's going to go in any direction, I'm sure. So stay tuned for that. All right. It is now time for you to relax. If you can, close your eyes, kick back, and take a deep breath. This tone, it just keeps working wonders for people. A lot of people rely on it every week. So here it is. This is the good fortune tone. Meditate on this. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs>